Welcome to FoxCast SLP, a podcast for clinicians made by clinicians. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Find out more at foxrehab.org. Right, welcome to FoxCast. Uh, I'm physical therapist, Jimmy McKay. Joining me today is one of my colleagues, uh, Shannon Stocks. Shannon, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, tell us a little bit about you. What do you do and where do you get to do it with the practice? Sure. So I initially started with Fox in July of 2019, and I was working in the Manhattan 2 location. So I was on the Upper East Side, which I loved. I loved my coworkers and I loved my patients in that area. And then recently I moved to Philadelphia. So now I'm a part of the Pace 2 team. So I'm in Center City mostly. And what do you get to do with the practice? What do you do? So I'm a speech therapist, so I work with patients with various diagnoses, so a lot of um, dementia, Parkinson's, um, some traumatic brain injury, and, um, you know, and then I work on cognition, I work on memory, um, problem solving, and I also work on voice, language, and swallowing. Wow, that was a lot. Yeah. All right. So uh, you also you didn't mention that uh, in your resume now as author, you've uh, you've written some articles for us online at foxrehab.org. You can find those under Fresh Fox Content. We want to talk about one of those articles right now, titled "Empowering ALS Patients with Voice Therapy." You can find that online at foxrehab.org under Fresh Fox Content. Why did you pick this particular topic? With all the different things you get to do as an SLP with the practice, what about this made it important to you? I actually recently had a friend whose father passed away from ALS, and I have another friend whose mother passed away from ALS a few years ago. So when I was in graduate school and I was learning about voice therapy treatments and how to work with different populations, I felt like working with patients with ALS is something that really impacted me. All right, let's start from the top. Let's go from the the big to the little. Uh, Let's do an overview. What is ALS? ALS is a progressive disease. Um, It's also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. It's a progressive motor neuron disease. There are two types of onset. So there's a bulbar onset or a spinal onset. When there's a bulbar onset, that's, that's what occurs when an individual might be retaining their fine motor skill, but their speech becomes more difficult to understand first. So that might be one of the first symptoms that you notice. On the other hand, a spinal onset is when the extremity movement is affected first and then speech will inevitably be affected, but it most likely occurs later on and speech intelligibility is preserved for a longer period of time. You mentioned ALS impacting voice as an SLP. What do SLPs do about it with patients with ALS? How do you interact? When I would go into an evaluation with a person with ALS, I'd want to probably give them a self-report first just to see what they feel like the aspects of their voice that are impacted um, themselves. So. How, how do they feel like their voice is impacting their daily activities? I would do an oral motor assessment. So I'm looking at the strength, the range of motion, and the coordination of all the muscles that are used for speech. Then I would do diazocokinetic syllable rate. So that basically goes well, over... It's hard to say. So that would go over the successive uh, production of speech sounds. So 
it actually would be, I would just say, produce the p sound, the t sound, and the k sound, and then produce it as fast as you can, putaka, putaka, putaka. So that gives me an idea of how their speech has been impacted by rate and syllable production. And then I would also ask for a maximum phonation time. So I'm looking at pitch, volume, and endurance of um, respiratory abilities. And then I would probably ask the patient to read uh, some short passages and long passages um, just to get an idea of what that speech is like. And then also just talk to them a little bit about their life um, using some conversation starters. So I might ask, what did you do before you retired? Tell me a little bit about your family, about your home life or about a daily routine. Um, And that would give me an idea of what their conversational spontaneous speech sounds like. For the clinicians out there listening who maybe aren't speech therapists, walk us through a voice assessment with a patient with ALS. So we've got you know, a lot of different people listen to this show that care for older adults, but maybe they don't know the intricacies of a voice assessment. Can you walk us briefly through that? Let's talk about preservation of voices. So you can use message banking and voice banking. Those two things sound similar, but they're different. Message banking is when you're digitally recording the inflections and pauses that make an individual's voice unique. So message banking is exactly what it sounds like. You're just recording the exact phrases that someone might use. So if they're going to spend every day with their family, they might have some conversational quips that have to do with what they might say to their wife. Um, So in my article, I had the example, have a good day at work. But the difficulty with this is that the less intelligible someone's speech becomes, the less likely they'll be able to use message banking. And once you store these phrases, those are the only phrases that can be used. On the other hand, voice banking is where you take speech samples of the patient and then from those speech samples, even as the individual's voice may change and deteriorate over time, the voice banking will allow it so that they can create new messages from what they've already recorded. So you can create new messages using the synthesized approximations of someone's natural speech. SLPs working with patients with ALS, it's beneficial because we we talked a lot about the nuts and bolts, but how would you describe it? Why is it imperative that SLPs interact with this patient population? Yeah. So part of the reason I went into speech therapy was because I love the idea that communication is so key for quality of life. And I really feel like using voice therapy, putting that out there, the idea out there even for patients with ALS and bringing it in as early as you possibly can so that you can get message banking done, you can get voice banking done, and you provide these options for the patient and their families. I think it just really, really improves quality of life. And I feel like the skills are really, really helpful. Yeah, always important to increase that quality of life, not just the length of length and the function, but uh, a big deal with uh, with SLP, a big, big opportunity for SLPs working with patients with ALS and, and all members of the healthcare team as we care for these individuals. Uh, Shannon, we have a tradition on the show where we ask everybody their foxtail, which is, uh, why did you decide to work with older adults? Oh, foxtail. Okay. 
<laughs> Clever. I like it. That's a good question. So when I was in undergraduate school, I went to Boston University. And I think when I first was going to go into speech therapy, I thought I wanted to work with children. Um, my mom is an occupational therapist and she's worked with children most recently for you know, almost 30 years or over 30 years at this point. Um, so that's what I had the experience with. But in undergraduate school, I did join um, an aphasia, aphasia communication group um, where I helped with conducting group therapy sessions for individuals who have had a stroke or traumatic brain injury resulting in difficulty with communication. And they were all older adults, you know, around 50, 55 or older. And I really enjoyed that. So when I went into graduate school, I felt like whatever I did, I tried to hone it towards working with older adults. And then when I graduated, I started out in a subacute care setting um, and a long-term care setting. So I started out right off the bat working with adults. And then when I moved on to working at Fox, it was just kind of a no-brainer. I knew I at that point, I wanted to continue working with that geriatric population. That's a great answer. We love that. Well, we love having you here. Thanks again for writing. Again, you can find this uh, article in full, Empowering ALS Patients with Voice Therapy, online at foxrehab.org under Fresh Fox Content. Shannon, thanks so much for the time. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks for listening to FoxCast SLP. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Fox clinicians work hard, love their work, and get the respect they deserve. Sound good? Then you'll love the autonomy to work in your own style and the support you get to achieve excellence. Plus, freedom and flexibility to have a personal life. Whether it's your first day or you've been around for a while, your contribution is acknowledged and rewarded. That's what makes Fox a success. Happy, well-trained clinicians make great healthcare. Are you a fit for Fox? Find out now at foxrehab.org.